Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. Accusing you with unspeakable words 
and gentlemen, we've come to a very important part of the service. And the Bible says in Acts chapter 19 verse 20, so mightily reveal something good is going to happen to you. Everybody, clap your hands. believe that something good the word of God is coming to you with power because Jesus of Nazareth is passing your way today sing it to yourself to receive something good from the Lord. Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth is passing your way. Is passing your way today. Jesus, Give the Lord a shout as welcome Bishop, Bishop Ishmael Sam. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Happy to be in church today. Happy to be in your company. And in the company of angels. And in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Every Christian standing by you has an angel accompanying him or her. So apart from the angels God had dispatched, everyone brought an angel. So imagine there are any forces fighting against you. What do you think is happening to them right now? Touch! Something is happening. Hallelujah. So I really want to thank God for today. And um, we thank God at this church. We know how to praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father, for today. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We are going to, for some time, as a church, as a denomination, we are going to lay a lot of emphasis on a special book we have chosen. You know, we have, every year we have a time, a period we call Feeding 527, where we take a particular topic and we emphasize on a particular topic that we emphasize on and for this season of five to six weeks we are going to talk on this book loyalty and disloyalty this book has shaken so many things it has done a lot of things a harm to the devil now I know why this book is very important. And so, we are all going to study this book, especially every, every scripture in, this, in the book 
every reference in the of scripture and the meaning and what is what we have to do as a church we we'll emphasize on and then we will build a church we we'll understand a lot of the things as we go on so i need every one of you if you don't already have this i mean if you don't have a copy of the loyalty and disloyalty well, i mean if you don't have a copy already you don't have a copy already okay now during this period what we'll do is that we bring our copies and sometimes we make references to the messages that we are preaching the verses that we are using some of you have it on your ipads you need to make sure that you're able to mark your ipads some of you have it your macarios don't already have the macarios as part of your listen it is already there but for those of you who don't have i need every one of you to have a copy of this and at the bookshop it is sold for 30 ghana cities but for this season and this period we want you to get it for 15 cities 15 cities so um immediately after service so but this is the we are starting today it's very possible that a lot of you didn't bring your those who have your copies make sure you bring it to church next week those of you who have your copies bring it to church go to your macarios and remove it and bring it to some of you like your engagement bible you've never read it before you see the same way you are doing the macarios so remove it and bring it and those of you who don't have right after service right after service go to the bookshop or around you the bookshop you not get for 15 but around here you get for 15 ghana cities make sure you get a copy you go home you read it then when you come to church to we will all read it and will be blessed you know accompanying the loyalty and disloyalty are these important books that explain this feather we have those who leave you it's part of the loyalty series those who leave you and um you get to know that when people leave you when people leave you they send a message how many of you have been left by somebody before even in life you had a beloved you have a boyfriend girlfriend whatever and he, the person left you how many of you have been there before or you left somebody <laughs> how many of you have been left before you see the feeling you see you feel the feeling when somebody leaves you you, you ask yourself questions what is it why this that that so they are all here those who leave you and by means will be those who leave you you get it and then also those who pretend those who pretend it's very important don't worry those who pretend it's also part of the loyalty series and i encourage you to get the whole series and read and then those who forget those who forget then formula for humility is also very important those who are ignorant you know there are some people they just follow and we get examples of this also as we go on those who are dangerous sons they had a source some girls are dangerous some sons too are dangerous so some sons are dangerous so those who are dangerous sons and then those who accuse you how many of you have been accused before for something you didn't do hey then you have met the devil before but the devil is called the accuser of the brethren. So you have met the devil before. Those of you who are trying to look, see where the devil looks like, what the devil looks like. One of you is the devil. One of you. One of you is a devil. You see, someone has said, as for Judas, there will always be some. But pray that it is not you. 
you get it. But the Judas, dear, there will always be some. One of you is a devil. So these are books that are all on loyalty, and I will encourage you to get copies of it and I'll read them. It will help you. Amen. So today I would introduce the book on the loyalty and disloyalty. Let's turn about to James chapter 3. James chapter 3. Verse 14. And I'm going to read from the amplified version. James chapter 3, verse 14. I'm going to read from the amplified version. It says that, but if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be arrogant. And as a result, be in defiance of the truth. 15. This superficial wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, that is secular, natural, that is unspiritual, even demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder. Hallelujah. There is what? Disorder. Where, let's go to verse 15 again. Okay, so let's go to verse 16. So where, for where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder. Disorder means unrest, rebellion, and every evil thing and morally degrading practices. Where these things are, there is chaos. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. He said, in the beginning, God created... Okay, this one, use the King James Version. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. And then something happened. Now, between Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, it has been argued by theologians that there are billions of years between these two verses, billions of years, at least two billion. You see, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That is chapter one, in the beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And then the verse two is about billion years, billions of years. And the earth was without form and void. You get it. We, when God created heaven and earth, it was a very beautiful thing. And something happened. Some called a great deluge and whatever. A lot of things happened. And it became void. It became formless. And darkness was upon the face of the earth. You get it. Now, wherever the Bible says that where there is confusion, there is strife, there is everything, it doesn't give an atmosphere for breakthrough. It gives a certain picture of void. A certain picture of formlessness and God cannot do anything in fact before God could do anything about it and the spirit moved in the verse 2 and the spirit of God moved upon the surface of the earth you get it and the Lord God said it was when the spirit of God started moving that order was once again restored the spirit of God moves in a certain atmosphere 
and God moves in a, works in a certain atmosphere. And one of the atmospheres that can never bring the presence of God is the atmosphere of disunity, rebellion, and all those things that happen. Hallelujah. So it is important that as a church, we create the necessary environment, necessary atmosphere, necessary conditions for the Holy Spirit to operate and for God to do what he wants to do. Amen. The devil operates in such atmospheres. You know, the devil creates confusion so that he can operate. If there is order, if there is togetherness by a, a, a positive one, because there can also be negative order and negative togetherness, the devil will, 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 will be able to operate. Do you get it? Or will not be able to operate this order. So as a church, one of the, one of the most important reasons for the teaching of loyalty is for a good atmosphere, a good flow, Hallelujah. A good atmosphere and a good flow so that God can do what he wants to do. I get what I'm saying. God can do what he wants to do. Because without those atmospheres, look, sometimes when we come to church, eh, as we come with a certain attitude and a certain, we have a certain environment, many people live here touched by God without even knowing. Because the environment is already created, the atmosphere is already created for blessings to come. So sometimes people call me and they talk to me about testimonies. When we were preaching, this happened to me and I'll be surprised me. I didn't, I, I, I had no idea about what the person was talking about. And yet, it happens. It means that the atmosphere is already created. The conditions are there for it to happen. You get it. So for certain conditions, for certain flow, a certain flow, a certain result to be achieved, you need a certain atmosphere. Do you get it? And for loyalty, for the church of God to become that which God wants it to become, as we get to know, we have need of loyalty. Amen. And I'm going to read from the chapter 1, seven reasons why this subject of loyalty is important, so that you understand it. You know, because sometimes if you don't understand something and... Um, you don't understand something, that's why you can say what a lot of things are about. If you really understand it, biblical basis of it, then you do it with meaning, you do it with understanding. Hallelujah. And so, the first reason for loyalty, and judge for yourself whether it's a good reason or not. You get it. Whether it's a good reason or not. The first reason for loyalty is in 1 Corinthians 4.2. 1 Corinthians 4.2. That is the first reason for loyalty, which is based on 1 Corinthians 4 2. That reads that, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. I mean, how many of you are going to get into marriage? You are going to get married to a certain young man. And then, <laughs> this one I heard Bishop David use this example. And then, Every time you call the person, the person is on the phone. You call the person um, 1 a.m., the person is on the phone. Or the person is not picking, but when you go to WhatsApp, it's online. And not, you see, sometimes people can mistakenly 
leave their WhatsApp on their online. But it was not only online, but also typing. Typing. So the person is there, and yet you call them at 2 a.m. The person is typing. Who, who are you calling? Oh, nobody. Who are you talking to? Nobody. You call the person at a certain point, the person didn't pick the phone. Every particular time when you call the person, doesn't pick the phone. When you ask, where did you go to? Oh, I, 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 I don't know, I can't tell you. How many of you want to marry a person like that? Before the marriage. You will not want to marry anybody like that. You get it. So it is required. Faithfulness is a requirement in every relationship. It's a requirement in every relationship. You get it. Requirement, even some of you, your, 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 your small thing that you, I don't want to go into all those things, but small thing you want to leave the relationship because you think that there's not faithfulness in the relationship. So the uh, 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 principal qualification for a leader in the church is loyalty. That is faithfulness. And what is faithfulness? Faithfulness is loyalty. A decision of the will to stick to something no matter what happens. That is faithfulness. That is faithfulness. That is loyalty. Do you get it? And so it is a requirement. It is required in every steward. Every Christian. A steward is someone who can be a leader. Like these church planters. You see, they are the leaders. God wants you to be faithful. And that is loyalty. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is loyalty. So it's a principal qualification for every leader that you are faithful. Amen. Now, the second qualification. And you see, that is why many people... Get, into, get people to work for them and they are disappointed. You see? Because faithfulness is different from somebody who is flashy. You know, some of you want to take leaders. Even as we're asking for church planters, maybe the rare church planters are there. But those who are flashy, those who seem to be talking, those who say you are the, the ones who are, meanwhile, the rare church planters are there. The rare faithful people. That's why I said someone who wants to start a church today is not in church. Then how can the person be a church planter? How did the person's name even come up? How did the name even come up? Because to plant a church, it takes a lot. Are you get what I'm saying? So that is it. The second reason is to fight the fit column. Fight the fit column. You know, many people don't understand this, and we keep saying it. That's one of the ways the devil can fight you where is to fight you from within. The devil is a strategist. He's a strategist. You know when, um, when um, Balaam was called to go and curse the Israelites. Do you remember Balaam in the Bible? When he was called to go and curse the Israelites, he couldn't curse them. God told him rather to, to bless them. Do you get it? But elsewhere, elsewhere in the Bible, let's go to Revelation chapter 12, chapter 2, verse 12 and 14, and see whether that's what I'm looking for. Revelations 2, 12 and 14. You see, I'm just trying to let your mind come on something. He said, and to the angel of the church in Pergamos, write, these things said he, which had the sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. 
and thou holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith. Even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. You see, this verse is one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. That when it comes to judgment, God knows how to judge his people. Some of you, the, the, where you dwell, is it where you dwell and where another person dwells, it even all come in the way the judgment will be done. He said, I know where you are dwelling, that's where Satan is. And therefore, a lot of things will happen to you. Let's go to the next verse. That's, sorry. 14, the next verse. Listen, but I have a few things against you because you, you have there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam. Now, what is the doctrine of Balaam? Because I mentioned Balaam, so I'll go back. What is the doctrine of Balaam? Who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things, sacrifice unto idols, and to commit fornication? Now, this thing in Revelation, it is not so clear when you read um, when Balaam went to um, um, curse them. But Balaam called Balaam to come and curse the Israelites. Do you get it? God warned Balaam not to curse the Israelites. But before Balaam would leave, he gave Balak an advice. He said, I cannot curse them. But what, can I, what I can do is that there can be something we can do to internally destroy their strength. Let them marry the Moabites. You get let infiltrate the camp with the Moabites. Let infiltrate the camp with this thing. In that, in, in so doing, we are, we are going to weaken them from inside. Say that the doctrine of Balaam. We are going to weaken them from within. So this time it will not be like I have to come and curse them. They will attract curses themselves by the things they will do. You see, and that is also the same as the principle of the fifth column. And if you read the story of the fifth column, when this army general was going to fight a war, and then they asked, how are you going to defeat this well-fortified nation? Now, if you look at us, a church, big family, nice family. If Satan wants to come and attack us, how is he going to do it? And when the general was asked, the general told them, look, I have a strategy. And my strategy is that I have people from within happen from within who are going to open the gate for me to enter that's the the principle of the faith column and the devil still uses that principle because even in the in the normal natural things if someone as they say in the proverb if kokonene come from the sea to tell you that the apotro has one eye you have to believe it do you get it you have to kokonene is apotro oh so which one has the one eye the crocodile, if crocodile come from the sea, and then the crocodile has one eye, you have to believe it. You, get, you know, the person is within. So often for the devil to be effective, he needs people within. He needs people within to be able to say what people will believe. Are you getting what I'm saying? People who are close, people who are within. Now, if... Um, Sister, so and so in the church, who has nothing to do with me, just one day goes to someone and says, Oh, this, when I went to church, the bishop 
He eats this, he does this, he does, he does it. Nobody's going to believe. Hey, 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 you get it. But if, there, if let's say, someone like Lady Pastor now goes out there to say something like that, it is more likely, God forbid, God forbid, don't laugh. It is more likely that people will believe it. Do you see? It's not that people will be, whether it's true, whether it's wrong, whether it's it, people will believe it. Some, not people, some will believe it. Do you get it? So that is the principle of the faith. The faith column is the people within. The people within. And it is so amazing how Satan keeps succeeding. Keeps succeeding with this particular strategy in dividing and spoiling the church of God. And even, even not only the church, sometimes French, normal friendship, companies, whatever. When people within, sometimes a company secrets. And as they're having company, they're having board meeting about things to do, then somebody on the board will be sending a text message to another competing company. And then, but then realize, but before you take the step, this person already knows what you are doing. Recently, a coach was, was sanctioned that he sent somebody to go and, go and visit. I didn't know that was a crime. That one team was training for a, a game. And they said the coach, the Leeds coach, the Leeds United coach sent somebody to the place to go and look at the training. To take, I said, wow, is this, is this a crime? It, 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 he planted a fit column. Do you get it? And it's a strategy. So what loyalty does is that and faithfulness does is that it, it, it stops all these people. Every church, every organization, every group, there are fit columns. There are fit columns. But the fit column will succeed or not depending on how strong the, the, the group is or the church is. You, you understand what I'm saying? You know how strong the church is. And those fit columns, let me tell you something. It is not everything that somebody says that can even be a lie or true. But it's not everything that must be said. Are you understand what I'm saying? Look, all of us sitting here, do you know that our uncom- all of us have uncomely parts? All of us have uncomely parts. And yet our uncomely parts are the ones we have hidden. How come you are not showing your uncomely parts? Is it evil to have uncomely parts? Is it evil? It's not evil, but you have hidden it. Why? Because it's not nice to talk about it. It's not nice to talk about it. It means the thing is that it is true. You have an uncomely part. But how don't you come and remove your bottles and show us in the church? Why have you, why have you covered it? Why have you covered it? Is it a sin to have uh, uh, bottles with the anus? Is it a sin? It's not a sin. No, I'm just saying something. If you, if you can understand what I'm saying, I'm saying that there are some things, uh, they are true, but you can't, you don't even talk about it. That's what I'm saying. You don't even talk about it. But they are true. It's not a sin. It's about to talk about it in some way. And the mere fact that you have, you have the privilege of working with somebody you know, doesn't mean you should talk about it. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. And I'm not hiding it. That's what I'm trying to say. The mere fact that it doesn't mean you, you, you are free with the person. It doesn't mean it's uncomely. It's not nice. It's not nice. 
Are you get what I'm saying? It's not nice. It's, also, it's not a sin, but it's also not nice that everybody will hear. It's not a sin. It's not a sin. For instance, sorry. It, it's not nice to talk about your part. Your. Mm. It's not nice to talk about your fat. Yeah. Depending on the type of air you took. Even, even sometimes when we are sitting in a group and somebody does it, all of us are quiet. All of us are quiet. So that we know who did it. But it's uncomely. I remember somebody was sitting on the, on the train, you know, these London trains. And when he did it, he could, everybody said it was him. Then he just said, It's the big beans. It's the big beans. That one, he, really, he couldn't hide. So he had to say, It's the big beans. It's not his fault. One of even some of them were dancing, we were fighting in the midst of the dancing in the air condition. We are fighting in the midst of the air condition. But can you imagine that as we are here, somebody brings you up when we're dancing, you were fighting, they bring you here. Is it nice? You ask yourself, is it nice? It's not nice. So, this thing should go into another. It's not everything we talk, everybody has uncomely parts. It's as simple as that. I mean, for instance, for instance, I am paid a salary. You also paid a salary. It, would it be nice for you to come and tell the church how much I am paid? Do I know how much you are paid? Even the Lotto kiosk person, do you know how much the person is paid? So why, why do, it, it, is it nice to talk about? And so what? And so what? You see, you, see, you are surprised. You see, you are almost becoming, becoming like that. You were almost becoming like that. Even your wife, some of your wife don't know your pay slip. Your wife, you are in the house with your wife. He doesn't know, she doesn't know your pay slip, and it's wrong anyway. But you are in the house with your wife. Your wife doesn't know your pay slip. Neither do you know, do you, do you also know her pay slip? Which is wrong. Because the man and the woman, they are one fresh, fresh. Now one fresh. Everybody should know everything. So that one, I'm, I'm not doing marriage counseling today, so don't worry. I'm sure people are saying that, but hope you. <laughs> we are talking about loyalty and disloyalty. Yeah, the next time, the next video, if I have to say, model marriage. How many of you like model marriage? Okay, we'll do model marriage. Okay, so what I'm saying is that, look, everybody has uncomely parts. And sometimes what happens is that loyalty, faithfulness stops those things from going. Look at Shem. And Japheth. Look at Shem and Japheth. The father was there in his tent and his uncomely parts were exposed. Then Ham saw it. Ham said, I'm going to talk about it. But Shem and um, um, Japheth, they realized that no, we all have some. We all have some. Why are we going to talk about our father's one? We all have some. Why do we go and talk about it? So they rather, they said, we don't even want to see. And some of you see, it is everything you want to see. You want to know. And some of you go about asking, so what is the latest thing that has happened to the church? What the, you want to see Ham's 
testicles. And uh, what's his name? No, what's testicles? That's what you want to see. You want to see whether it is bright, whether it's what, whether it's what. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. But Shem, Japheth, they say, look, we don't even want to know. We don't want to know. Do you know why you don't want to know? Because sometimes, see, there are something when they enter your mind, you, you, you cannot resist it. That's all. That's all. You know, that's why everybody has covered his, her breast. Some of the brothers say, if somebody shows their breast right now, all my preaching will be nonsense. All my preaching will be nonsense. That's why it is covered. That's why it's covered. And the Bible says, there's a verse in the Bible, say, the secret things belong to God. And the things that God wants us to know, he has made them known to us. Do you know why? There are some things it's not meant for you to know. That's why people use spy things. Like, you take your wife's, your wife's phone and you are listening to your wife's messages. I don't understand. Honestly. Me, I don't understand. How I can put, a, what do you call that thing? A tracker on my wife's phone. Look, I can't, I, I, my heart can't. <laughs> no, my heart can't withstand such things. The things that belong to God, let God deal with it. I would, I would rather prefer God deals with it than me to go, go and put. I'm not a KGB. I'm not a this thing. I'm not CIA. If it comes per chance, that's okay. Like sometime ago, I was talking to somebody, and the person didn't know that she didn't put up the phone. So when we we're talking, we finished. The person started insulting me. Hey, Charlie, insult. So. The person who didn't know that the phone was not off. So me to listen to the thing, uh, then I put it off and called her but I said, please, you didn't put off your phone. So all the things you said I heard. Oh, it was some way. I, I said, oh, everything you said I heard. That one God wanted me to know. <laughs> ah, I was talking to somebody last weekend. The person was teaching me how to track a phone. And I said, look, I don't have time for that, you know, me to track phone for what? And I hear it's very common. But I don't know whether it's, whether it's true or not. Amen. So, what I'm saying is that who, David said, who said uh, he wants it? <laughs> so, what I want to say is that the fifth column they, they say that, see, within, within is how the devil can get. Look, if we are strong, if we are strong, eh, the devil can never get us. It's when we are weak. It's when we are weak. I mean, let me tell you something that can blow your mind. Do you want to blow your mind? Are you sure? Yeah. You want to blow your mind? If one day the devil come to tell you that, Bishop Sam has made somebody pregnant. Not the devil. Somebody comes to tell you. And then, assuming it's true, assuming it's true, what are you going to do? You know, you know what you need to do? First of all, you have to ask yourself, why this at this time? You have to ask yourself that question. I've not made you, you know I've not made you pregnant, but I'm just saying that, why this? <laughs> why this at this time? 
Do you get it? Why this at this time? You have to be, you see, don't think that Satan is sitting down not planning. Satan is not sitting down planning. It's planning. That's why some of you, you have been through things. I have covered you. You know yourself. Because I knew that the devil wanted to sift you as wheat. The devil wanted to destroy your marriage. So I covered you. Your husband doesn't even know. Your wife doesn't know. Because I knew that the devil wanted to spoil a good family, a good thing. So I covered you. But when somebody's coming, hey, let's go and kill the person. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I'm supposed to be talking about faith column. That's, that's how it is. And so we are the Satan uses at any time. Look, the only army that kills its wounded is the army of God. You watch any war film and see, any time they kill a soldier on the field, they will do everything to go and bring the soldier. Yesterday I was, uh, well, I don't know, it was yesterday, yesterday I should be watching that film. But, but <laughs> no, yesterday, I was every, uh, uh, something sniper. And they shot somebody. And I realized that even though in the midst of fire, the, the man took the lady that they shot at the back and was running. I said, wow, if it was a Christian brother, Christian sister, Kai, you move from one place to another, one person to another. And you know what you are doing? You are rather destroying the army. You are destroying the army. Carry the person where nest the wounded. That is what you are supposed to do. Yes. Yes. Carry the person. It's not everything you talk about. It's not everything. It's not everything. That's why I saw yours. I haven't said anything. One day I was going to the place, then I opened a hotel board, then somebody came, brushing their hands. I said, Oh, this man, pa. See, this man, pa. But today, he's happily married. Imagine I said it at that time to the wife. What if God is going to happen? Don't, don't think if yours can, I won't say it. I'm just saying about this one. <laughs> I'm just saying about this one. Say, this one, pa. And I, I see them. I see them going. And they, they are, with their children going. Every day I will, I will be looking at them. And he knows I know. So anytime he sees me, he becomes confused. Anytime he sees me, he becomes confused. Every program he sees me on, I say, hey, this guy too. Here too, he has appeared. <laughs> because I also know what the devil can do with certain things. I know. I know. And, and it doesn't mean that I will also not help. I don't know why I'm talking about all these things, but you let me, let me come. So to fight the faith column. Amen. To fight the faith column. And the faith columns are in the church, oh. They are the ones the devil. He says, Satan, eh? These days he doesn't struggle. His agents are more in the church these days. His agents, they are dead. Ciao. You start a nice thing that is working. And then, boom. So, I think I was saying something about people who want to. Uh -huh, Shemin, Jaffet. They didn't want to even know. But Ham, you, you, when Ham told you that come and see, then you said, yeah, man, trouble, 8 o'clock, I did about give me filler. Then 8 o'clock, then you, you, you challenge. Then filler upon filler upon. Hey, your own matter, you haven't finished. Your own life. Hey, 
the next reason for loyalty is for the love of God to fill the church. And you know, the, the, the loyalty to fight the faith column. There's a verse in Matthew chapter 12, verse 13, 30. Please put Matthew 12, 30 there. Everything has a verse. Matthew 12, 30. It says that he that is not with me is against me. He that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. So if you are not with me, for instance, if you are in this church and you are not with me, where should you be? Go out. It's as simple as that. If you are not with the person, it means you are against the person. So go out. It's not by force. It's not by force that you come to church. Maybe listen to so. It's not by force. Go out. There are so many churches that when you go, you will not have any problem. Everything will be easy for you. So go there. You know the reason you keep coming here? Because you now you know that something in you that that's where you belong to. You know it. Otherwise, go out. And so that the people can have their peace and they can have their beautiful atmosphere. When the Spirit of God is moving, the Lord said, let them be, look at all the prophetic words, um, um, Reverend um, Kofi and Bishop um, 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 David were saying when they were talking. All those things, he said, and he came to back, but it was a beautiful atmosphere. Beautiful atmosphere. It just happens. Because of you, anytime we say that, it just bounces back like that, boom, boom, boom. Hmm. So you have to get rid of those. If you know of any faith column, get rid of that person in your life. The next thing about loyalty is for the love of God to fill the church. For the love of God to do what? The love of God to fill the church. The Bible says that by this shall the whole world know that you are my disciple. Love. No, how can they be love if they are Every time we meet, this person has done this. Have you heard this? Have you done this? Don't you also make mistakes? Haven't you made mistakes before? Ah! Every time. And see, if there's any group of people which, who need to be united, eh, it is the church. Our strength comes from our unity. Our strength comes from the unity because we cannot do anything by ourselves but by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God operates in a certain atmosphere. Not atmosphere that as I'm preaching to you as your pastor, you already have bad thoughts about me and the pastors and even other people in the church. Then why are you here? You better go to where you can function. You better go to where you can function. Because the day you leave your chair, somebody will come and occupy it. Three people will come and occupy that church. The day you leave the church. And I'm praying you leave. So that we can, we can flow. Look at all these unemployed people in the church. They need employment. You are resisting all this employment by your presence. Are you here with me? So love grows by loyalty. Because for me, my love for you is such that nobody can come to me and say, do you know Millicent Kuma? I said, what about Millicent Kuma? Man, that's my first question. What about Millicent Kuma? Hey, haven't you heard? Haven't I heard what? My friend, whatever you have heard, take it to yourself. It's as simple as that. I have not heard anything. And I don't need to hear. It's as simple as that. I don't have no head. I don't need to hear. But you, you are the one who take a phone and say, hey, what? Hey, Charlie, no filler. No filler. Ah, but the lady, Melissa Kuma in the church, you know, but why? He no go marry. Hey. 
easy, easy, we've got you. Don't bring yourself. Love must be in the church. And love, Bible says, love covered over what? Multitude of mistakes. Multitude of sins. That is loyalty. Loyalty. And when somebody is loyal to the, especially to the head, because see, anointing flows from the head. And let me tell you, so the Bible says, did the Bible say, strike the percentage leader in the church shall be scattered? Did the Bible say, strike the usher at the back and the church shall be scattered? Say, strike the shepherd. So you should first of all even know that your shepherd is a target. That's even the first thing that comes to your mind. That your shepherd is a target. Look at the ch- look, I mean, look. Okay, you later. So for the love of God, to fill the church. Amen. And we need love. Don't we need love? We need love. So anybody in the church who brings kind of disunity, brings kind of things to you and things, you should know that this person eh, is not a correct person. He's not a correct person. And there are a lot of incorrect people with bow and tie and suits. Incorrect. They come as if they are good. They come as if they are but they are, they are poisonous. Poison. Cobras. And you have to be careful. Hmm. The next reason why this topic is very important is to have a large and a successful ministerial team. Loyalty. I mean, look at us. We are in how many countries now? Over 90 countries. 92 and still counting. That's a church that started at the medical school canteen. School of Hygiene class, medical school canteen. This church is in 92 countries. What? How many Ghanaian-owned companies are in even five can, countries? How many? Five regions. Even five regions. Apart from diplomatic missions. Even that one, we, don't, we are not in all the countries. 60 countries. Even diplomatic nations, we are in 60 countries. And then as a church, we are in 92 countries. 92 countries. Now, listen, before you clap, anybody who has been able to do that, immediately you are a target. That is what should come to your mind. Immediately, the head is a target, the church is a target. And no, it's up for the devil, it don't matter where the problem comes from. His aim is to achieve the destruction of the thing. Whether it comes from your wife, it comes from wherever, if the aim is... Is the end that justifies his means? That's all. What he wants is to destroy it. What he wants is to destroy it. So, if we want to have these churches, what do you think it's going to take us? It's going to take us loyal people. Loyal people. Look at our pastor in the UK. Every, there is no church in Ghana that started in the UK that the original people they sent have not orangulized. All of them, when they're going, they see pounds. They, they say we are going to start our own ministry. They see pounds. We are going to start our own ministry. They see pounds. But look at him. He has been there for years. Out of him, several mini, missionary churches. Several missionary churches. Several. Most of our steel works and things coming from finance and everything. Then recently I saw an article about him. I said, wow, this way to the devil want to go and destroy? I said, wow. Satan is wild. And you have to be wise. 
you have to be why you even have to ask why would this thing be why would the devil make this thing to come to bring things in the minds of other people but the devil doesn't know that we are wiser than him we are wiser than him why would this happen because that that amount you have mentioned there if this person decided to be on his own go and ask his colleagues if he decided to be on his own, he would have said more in case you don't know so so when you see this, they don't get popomiasis and don't get confused. Just know that what is the devil trying to do? That's what you have to ask yourself. What is he trying to do? 90 something countries. 90 something countries. And then, and then assuming you even make a mistake, is it enough for that? That is why loyalty is important. That's why loyalty is important. Look at me here. What I'm doing here, do you think that if I've not stayed loyal to Bishop and I've said, Oh, when I started me to let me tear some and I tear some, then Bishop David also tear some. This will be a group of small, 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 small churches doing nothing, achieving nothing, achieving nothing. But as we have stayed together here like that, we are able to send money and build in other places outside of Ghana. We're able to do that. We're able to do that. Do you get it? We are able to do that. And by the way, even when they take the offer, I don't even know how much. I don't even see it, honestly. I don't even see it. So, let, let not your heart be troubled. He believe in God. <laughs> so that is why loyalty is important too. And I got to know one of the things that has recently been under attack has been our message on loyalty. Then it dawned on me that if you, if those of you remember, quite recently I was talking about the Tower of Babel. And I said, when the Lord changed their language, yeah, it meant that see, something that was keeping them together was changed and there was confusion. And I realized that our language has been loyalty. So the devil wanted to change it, but we shall not change it. Loyalty is loyalty. Loyalty is what has brought us where we are today. And we shall not change it. If you want to change, you can change. It's as simple as that. We will not change because that is what has brought us this far this far, tested and tried. As we have been in church, some people have left this church before. I know some, of the, some people who left the church, they told us that this church is going to collapse. This church, they told us it's going to collapse. Has it collapsed? Because of what? Loyalty. And we talk, because we teach it. You go and ask other churches that have collapsed because of the assistant pastor taking five, deputy assistant taking ten, and the third assistant taking, sharing the churches together. You will see. And don't think that, don't think it doesn't have, it affects you. Because you don't know where your next blessing is coming from. It affects you. So that's why loyalty, and let me tell you, loyalty is not blindness. I mean, when somebody talks about loyalty of something, of a dog or something, I said, ah, do you know the people, look at, as I'm preaching, look at the people sitting here, do they look like dogs to you? I was, I was actually heads for the people that these guys are dogs. They cannot know what they want to know. It, I, cannot, I can't understand it. I can't understand it. You are dogs. Ye are dogs. I can't understand it. Have you been a dog? No. You've not been a dog. And you are not a dog. You're only wise. <laughs> Is that not so? So, please, loyalty 
is good for a large and successful ministry. That's why we have churches all over the world. And we are not afraid that this church will be taken away from this. And we, this person's money is our money. This person's money, nobody says that because I have this money is for me. No. That is a... That is the oneness, even though we are denominations as independent. That's also the oneness, the beauty of that thing. The beauty of that thing. It's as simple as that. Do you know, do you know how much it, it took to build this place? Do you know how much it took? Do you think we, we alone built this place? Do you think we alone built this place? Other people on the denomination also brought, brought money to be built. In case you don't know. You, you have not even been paying your tithe. You have not even been paying your tithe. And we have built it and we have a Do you think that we are the only ones who did it? We are not. So don't let us break what God is doing. And the devil knows it. this is so strong. This is so powerful. So Satan wants to spoil it. And if he's able to spoil this, can you imagine the lot many churches in Africa, Gabonese, um, Swazis, and oh, Swazis, yeah, Swaziland is Swazis, isn't it? I mean Swaz or Swazis or whatever. All of them are getting Fiji. They are all getting born again. Out of the church, do you know what it means? Do you know what it means? That you sit down and you think loyalty is what? It is loyalty that has brought us this far. And beloved, you see some people think that, oh, loyalty makes it a court. What, what is a court? How many of you wanted to leave this church that you, can, you haven't been able to leave? If you want to leave, you can leave. There's no problem of leaving. Sorry? The doors are open. You can leave even right now. You can leave right now. May God forbid that is you. You can leave right now. Nobody, nobody has stopped anybody from leaving. There are people who have asked to come full time before they say they won't come. And they are still there. They are still late. Happily late. Happily lay. And they don't they don't feel pressure. They don't feel anything. Happily lay. And there are people that even to be shepherds, I won't be a shepherd. Happily on shepherd. Walking about. Be a pastor, I won't be a pastor. Happily there. Doing their intimate counseling. They are happy. They don't feel trapped. They don't feel anything. They are happy. Mrs. Blanks, are you not happy? But she, she doesn't want to be a pastor, but she's happy. And she doesn't feel pressure. She and her husband, they don't feel pressure. They are happy. They are always sitting on the second row, looking at their pastors. And encouraging their pastors. But they don't feel. So why, how can you are feeling that? How can you feel that you not, I mean, there's something on your mind. Some of the pastors even, even work under them. <laughs> so, let, let me tell you something. 90 plus nations. It's not a joke. If you like your business, go and start something in Kaswa. Start, start one of your businesses in Kaswa. You will see how your accountant will chop all your money, but then realize <laughs> all your capital is gone. You will take one branch to Sekendi. Even the one I told me, you can't, you can't manage it. Go ahead and open branches. If you like, I bet you your company start three branches today. One in northern, one in central, 
one in, the one in Accra and see two weeks what will happen to you. Your capital will finish. You need faithful people to keep it. And that is the, that is the meaning of loyalty. And then next week, I'm going to tell you the stages of loyalty. Stay, because some of you, you are getting some stages that is becoming a bit dangerous. So the next one is to have a mega church. Don't you like a mega church? In a mega church, oh, everything happens. Look at today. We have various worship leaders, various songs, various days. We are doing things. Marriage day, job day. You go marry soon. You see, what? Has somebody chosen you yet? You've been chosen. They are announcing the wedding. Ah! You see, you see, I didn't even know. She's always been sitting, I've always been thinking about her. When will she marry? When will she marry? Not knowing that in the mega church, is it the person is for mega church? Ah! This wedding party, all of us go day inside. Ah! This is a Sunday wedding. What? It's you. You see, prophetic. I didn't even know. It's a mega church. One in the Mosa, who's already 35, 40 man go there. 35. But if the church is small, everybody is 50, 20, and you are 35, who is going to get married? Everybody is 15, and you are 35. Where is a mega church? Hey, today, this is coming. Tomorrow, this one is coming for a wedding. Some of you, somebody may even come for a wedding and meet you, and because of that, he will stay. Your mega breakthrough is coming in Jesus' name. That is a mega church. Jobs. Recently, I was talking to somebody. I said, hey, you have to start employing people now. Now. I said, remember Esther. Why do you think Esther was sent there? Sure. Employ people now. Some of you, you must make yourself employable. Of you Christians, you are lazy. I would never recommend anybody to employ you. Never employ anybody to employ you. Kai, you could be anyone's supporter. Hey, I'm saying things. Hey, offline you're dead. <laughs> I think if you want me to stop this, you should put me back online. Then I'll, I'll be measured. Amen. So to have a mega church. So many things are in the mega church, isn't it? Look, you people, you don't. Recently, somebody called me, one of our branches. I said, why? He's an, going for interview for, to lecture at one of the universities. Going to lecture. He said, when he went, then I think they saw something, say, lighthouse. The person said, I said, do you know Bishop Sam? So I said, I received a call. Please. I said, have you been going to church? I said, that's cornerstone, the person is saying, have you been going to church? Yes, 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 yes. So then, I realized that he has not been going to church. I said, please, I will start coming to Dawenia. <laughs> hey! I will start coming to Dawenia. She, he didn't know that, he didn't know there was somebody on the board who knew me. So the person... See, the person told you know that you're going to die to I said, he said, now he's are you here? You don't bring yourself. He said, I was start, I was start going to the way here. I'm here to see him. It's a mega church. It's a mega church. Amen. Hmm. Number six, I'm closing. I said seven. Number six.
verse 6. To have a long-lasting ministry. You know, I did, um, I read a lot of things about history of the church. And I realized that many churches don't exist today because of, it was a one-man church. So when the, when the founder died, the church also finished. And some of the churches we hear today were powerful churches. Too. For one of the churches I read, the 12 apostles or something like that, it used to be the charismatic church in their days. Yeah. I was, I was very shocked. I mean, I'm not talking about the, the 12 apostles today. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the one I read. Did you see? That's very short. But to have a long lasting means you need loyal people. As we are speaking today, the, the head of the church is no Bishop Dad, if you care to know. No. He's the spiritual head, if you like, when he's alive. So far as he's alive, he's alive. You get it. But the head of the church is the convener. He's the, he's the convener who convenes all the us. And we meet and we talk and we take decisions. It's as simple as that. And now I idea is that one day I should not be here and this church will be going on. Whilst I'm alive, no one I'm dead. No. Just as that happened in Cornerstone. I was looking at their pictures on Cornerstone. And I said, wow. In fact, I think more people went to church that day than they came here. More people came here. I was shocked. As I am alive, I should be able to leave this place for this place to run. For me to come here and come and see that this church is still alive. Because that, our mind is that this church should outlive. It's not for us. It's not for me. It's not for anybody. It's for generations. So that when they are doing man and man are getting married, there will be churches that will say that woman and man should get married, not man and man. And the church must be there. So we are not building churches for ourselves. No. So while the founder is alive, he is not the head of the church. No. And then very soon, Bishop David is praying. Very soon, how to believe? You didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. It should be. Why not? Is it that you want to make you glad that you started something that is working without you? That is what, that is what should make you glad that you started something is working without you. And you are elsewhere starting something again in your old day, like Caleb, who said, give me this mountain. As I found a mountain somewhere, give me this mountain. Yeah, 80 years, you see, give me this mountain. That is what it is. We are not doing this. So, so don't, that is what say, oh, this air condition, when I'm going, I'm not going with it. If today I'm going to start another church, am I going there? It's you. You are going to be in air condition with your pongs and things in your face. These days I can see your faces are nice. Formerly, they swear to make your faces like uh, atlas and mountains and all those things. That's it. All this I'm, I'm being not for me, but for you. Because I may go to another place, I have to start again from scratch. That's how he did that. And that's what he has done. So, what's the problem? You need loyal people. That's why I'm not, that's why as I'm here, I'm not talking to Kinsley, I'm not talking to Claudia, I'm not doing this, Let, let's find a way of starting a church. No. No, why would I, why should it even occur to you? Why should it even occur to you? Why? Is it not God we came to serve? Is it not eternity we want? Is it not heaven we want to go to? Please be loyal. Tell your friend, be faithful. 
and stop the yakati, yakati, yakati. Long-lasting ministry. And then in order to reap a full reward. So God willing, we'll continue again another time. But Lord, you see, Jesus told the parable, he said, well done, good and faithful servant. You get it. Good Loyalty is always rewarded. Loyalty is always rewarded. And those who remain faithful, they are always rewarded. So may God make you to understand this topic of love, this topic of faithfulness, this topic of loyalty, this topic of making you stable. That can even go into your marriage, go into your family, build your... May God make you to understand and to resist any form of attacks that Satan will want to use to dismantle a great sin. For what is it that there is no problem? Ask yourself, can I ask you one question? Please, can I ask you one question? Are you sure? Please, do you know that some people in heaven rebelled against God and 30, a, a third, a third of the people left God's church? Do you want to tell that God was wrong? Even God, how much more human beings? How am I going? So why is it that when it happens now, you cannot think about it? This thing uh, is the same trick that the devil keeps using. Only to destroy, not to build, just to destroy what God is doing. So let's resist it with all our might and stay loyal. If people call you loyal, say, yes, I am loyal to death. It doesn't matter. When your blessings start louding, they themselves they will smell the blessing. Amen. So God bless you. God make his face to shine on you. God make you to reap. God make you to reap the rewards of faithfulness and loyalty. God make you to reap the reward of faithfulness and loyalty. God make you to reap the blessings of a mega church. Every blessing of a mega church, God make you also to be a partaker of it. And God always make his face to shine on you. God make you a builder and not a destroyer. And God make you to see that which is a fit column and to avoid, to mark and avoid so that your life will not be destroyed. Father, we thank you for this church, this family, this congregation here. We hand our protection over to you. We hand our togetherness over to you. That Lord, keep us with that strong love of loyalty and faithfulness that none can destroy in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The hams who broadcast mistakes, may the shams and the jaffets cover the mistakes. May the shams and the jaffets expose the hams so that we shall stand strong and continue to be fruitful. Because the shams and the jaffets are those who are always blessed. Thank you, Father. What a wonderful thing you are doing. What a beautiful thing you are doing. Thank you for all these people who came here to be church planters. That out of this family, more souls are going to be won because the family is still there. More souls are going to be won. Give you praise. Above all, Father, I pray that this week you bless somebody with a miracle. 
let this week be one of the weeks that somebody will call somebody will come and say that something has happened to me which I never expected but this one is only a miracle from God let this week be one of it why because the atmosphere for you to move is created for mega things to happen we give you praise we give you glory in Jesus name whilst every head is bowed and every eye is closed every head is bowed and every eye is closed you want to say the pastor as you preach today you didn't even talk about any sin or anything but deep deep down in my heart God touched my heart to give my life to Jesus so I want you to pray for me so that I will give my life to Jesus my friend brought me to church I came to church on my own but pastor I want you to pray for me so that I will give my life to Jesus if you are here today you want to give your life to Jesus you want to be born again your friend brought you you came on your own and you want to be born again every eye closed every head bowed I want you to lift up your hand I'm going to pray with you right now to give your life to Jesus God bless you. Lift it up high. God bless you. Lift it up high. God bless you. Up, up high above your head. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Ashes, I hope you are looking at them for me. Up, up above your head. At the front, wherever you are, above your head. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if your hand is up, wherever you are, can you please walk and come to me? I want to give you a special welcome and a special gift. Put your hands together for them as they come. If your hand is up, I want you to just walk to me for Put your hands together for them from the back. Yeah. Put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if today is also your first time of visiting, oh, put your hands together for them as they come. Today is your first time. This is your very first time of visiting us. Someone invited you and you came. Or you came on your own, but this is your first time. I want you to take your Bible, take your everything. Is there anybody like that this is your first time of visiting with us? Today is your very first time of coming. Can you give me a wave? Someone invited you, you came on your own, but this is your first time here. Okay, apart from those here, this is your first time here. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. Look at all the first time they give their life to Christ. That's wonderful. Okay, let's say this together, those of you here. Say this with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. Thank you for today. I believe in my heart, in my heart. that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I confess with my mouth, with my mouth. That, Jesus is Lord. that Jesus is Lord. Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I, thank you I thank you that from today, today you have forgiven me forgiven of all my sins, all my sins. And, I am yours, and I am yours forever. And yours forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abed Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, 
Send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Royalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.